welcome to the Open Paddock Rallycast. This is episode 38, and originally this was going to be a single show since we've been off the air for a while, but we decided to split it into two as it was just a bit too long. In this show, we welcome special guest co-presenter Greg Dorman of Subaru Rally Team USA. You'll hear more from Greg in our part two next week where we discussed the New England Forest Rally and WRC Finland. However, our primary guests this week who finished their first ever New England Forest Rally is Hammer Sport Racing. We know BMWs are no stranger to Northeast Rallying, but a twin-turbo BMW E90 running the X-Drive four-wheel drive system is something we've never seen before. Not to mention, it showed up in New England on street tires. We chat with them about the build, how Florida team gets interested in rallying, and what their plans are in the future. This is Open Paddock, the Rallycast. Welcome back to the Open Paddock Rallycast. I'm your host, Mike Shaw. And with me, as usual, is my first co-presenter of the evening anyways, Ian Holmes, who might have some exciting news to impart. Ian, welcome back to the show. Well, thanks a lot, my friend. Yes, yeah. This uh, this Sunday, I was in a um, top-secret um, rally car workshop here in uh, in Minnesota. I was being fitted for the co-driver's seat for... For the forthcoming Ojibwe Rally. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that means, unfortunately, I won't be able to have you co-present at the jump like we did last year. But uh, we will talk at you as you fly by. How about that? Ah, that's, that sounds great. Yeah, hopefully we will be flying by as well. There we so. go. Well, yeah. speaking of jumps at rallies, um, I had someone that was with me uh, with the live stream that we're doing for ARA, uh, Mr. Greg Dorman of Subaru Rally Team USA. He's going to be our co-co-presenter this evening. Greg Dorman, welcome to the Open Paddock Rally Cast. Thanks for being on the show. How are you doing? Thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure. Well, uh, that jump, by the way, is really cool. We'll get into some more stuff about that. Um, but be, without further ado, we actually have some other special guests we're going to bring on because we wanted to talk to somebody that was competing in this rally, and we figured no one better to get than these guys from Hammer Sport Racing. Uh, they had a very unique vehicle, uh, one that we're not used to seeing in stage rally because, I, I don't know, there's something about, I guess, the uh, BMWs and the X-Drive that uh, most people think that it's not quite rally ready, but... These guys found a way to make it work, so uh, we're going to get them on the line here in just a sec and see how their New England Forest Rally went. Well, as I said in our introduction, we have with us Hammer Sport Racing, which is George Hammerbeck and Lewis May, who had a, a very interesting vehicle uh, for the New England Forest Rally. Uh, I'd like to have welcome to the show. George and Lewis, welcome to the Open Paddock Rally Cast. First of all, how are you two doing this evening way down there in Florida? We're doing great this evening. Yeah, a little tired, you know, a long day, but that's the way it's supposed to be. That means we did it right. <laughs> certainly, certainly. Well, what I'd like to kind of, first of all, kick off with, I mean, you guys are a Florida-based team. There's not much for rally nearby, you guys. Uh, how did you guys get started in rallying and end up coming all the way up to New England? Well, we're from Minnesota, so... We've oh, well, that explains everything. Okay. Well, that's all right. I'm, I'm happy there. There you go. I knew that you'd be surprised because I read from the email that you didn't know that. But we're from Minnesota, so we grew up rallying our parents' cars before they knew rally existed. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, so whereabouts in Minnesota, and, and did you do any professional competing then? Uh, well, we're from the hometown of Charles Lindbergh, which is Little Falls, Minnesota. Oh, good gosh. I, I used to live in Princeton, which uh, is only like about 35, 40 minutes drive from... Uh, I know exactly where Princeton is. Yep. Uh -huh. I've actually bought rally tires from some rally guys out that way. 
All right, so that's probably Doug Davenport. Davenport Racing. It is Doug. It is Doug. Aha, uh-huh. Doug's a good friend of mine. So, so yeah, we we uh, grew up. Our parents are family friends. So George and I have known each other all our lives, and we have a whole group of his cousins that are family friends. That our parents went to high school together, essentially, and um, you know George's father and my father were into. Uh, motorbikes together, you know, old school dirt bikes and snowmobiles because everybody in Minnesota does snowmobiles. And, um, you know, we just grew up kind of the small town life, living in the country, hunting, fishing and uh, working on cars and other types of motor vehicles. So, you know, I had a motorcycle when I was, you know, nine or 10 or something like that. And, uh, you know, George had his whole motorsport kind of uh, yeah, childhood uh, existence. My dad actually had the largest Kawasaki dealership in Minnesota for a while. So I got kind of uh, all the toys and was told to go practice every day. Oh, that's a rough job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had my go-karts and snowmobiles and three-wheelers and motorcycles. And uh, a dad raised me to be a racer at three years old. And I got pictures of me on everything doing crazy stuff. Yep, George was the guy that everybody could get to do something and not think he would be able to do it, and then George would jump it and most of the time come away unscathed. <laughs> He's a very impressionable <laughs> young man then. <laughs> you know, yep, yep, we all were, so. So, so uh, but why go rallying then? Because it's like, I mean, I knowing the air knowing minnesota quite well i mean minnesota is quite the the hotbed of dirt track oval racing i mean you you could have gone dirt track oval racing so why why rallying uh, well for um, for me it's it's just been a quest of passion um i mean i've done a lot of different professional racing um on my quest you know i started with you know, pro motocross I made it to, and then snowcross and go-karts and jet skis and moved into car stuff and truck racing and, you know, road racing and kept coming back. My my skill level and my love was for rally racing. So George got his first, uh, built his first rally car in like the late, or like 2000, 2001, he ran a 318, right, George? You ran a 318 for a couple of years? Yep, we built? Built, we built a 318 with the help of uh, Jim Rowe uh, from Metric Mechanic out of Missouri that uh, built us a pretty pretty good monster, and we were pretty successful with it. You got to run a couple rallies. Yep. So George is actually the only rally you know that we have experience on is uh, the uh, Detroit Lakes area. So George has been on those roads. It's been a while. We did Missouri, too. Oh, you did a Missouri we did one. Missouri, we did Wisconsin, and someplace else. <laughs> okay, there you go. So, but we're our, you know, we get to go back to Minnesota. Everything we've been doing, you know, we bought this car the end of February is when we started this build. And that's what so, I want to talk about here. I want to talk about that car because, well, apparently started with the BMW early before. So, um, yeah, why a BMW three thirty five? And you got it just so recently. Go for it, George. So, you know, with some of the things that I've got to do, I've got to experience a lot of different cars, and I still keep coming back to the BMW platform because it's a car that I can jump in and be able to do just about anything I need to do with. 
And, you know, we when we started the company, we discussed a couple other avenues and a couple other cars. And, you know, for our markability on where we want to go in rally racing, this was the perfect, perfect fit. So yeah, it just was it was a challenge, you know, it uh, had to do with being a challenge, being something nobody had done before, bringing something new to the sport, uh, doing it in our own with our own flair and our own style. Uh, I don't want to call up anybody and ask them how to do it. I want to figure it out myself. Uh, and we'll just be better in the long run for that, I believe. Plus, we get to run a BMW. Well, and, and, you know, you went to a great rally for it because uh, both, uh, you know, STPR and New England are well known for the uh, large uh, contingent of East Coast uh, rally BMWs. Uh, but, again, just it, it's very interesting that you guys went with the four-wheel drive, though. The the BMW X Drive system, which doesn't have much of a history, if any at all, in rallying. Well, you know, we wanted to run a, uh, an all-wheel drive vehicle. Uh, I think the the you know there are plenty of uh, difficulties running a, a newer model BMW. We just went for it. We wanted to be able to uh, run in limited because that gives us capability to run alongside the open uh, category. Um, and, uh, we just weren't afraid of what people said there were limitations to the X drive. And it turns out when we do what we, the way we run with it, it's just a straight up all time four wheel drive platform. It doesn't have any computerized, uh, interference hmm. when, when it comes to the X drive, the way we have it set, um, for the rally. Oh, I see. So you have it pretty much just locked into like a 50-50 yeah, split or whatever split that you got? Or... Yep, absolutely. We're not okay. running, you know, we're not running any of the, the computer controls that go into any of the German four-wheel drive vehicles. You know, the Quattro, the Formatic, and the X-Drive. They're all, they're all uh, st- traction control formats. Right. That's what, uh, you know, uh, you know, I was talking to Matt Kalish, who's uh, the yeah. guy behind the camera normally with ARA. Uh, he's yep. our BMW expert. He he owns a BMW himself and, you know, was telling me all about this stuff. Like, wow, I mean, that's that's their system is very much designed, like you said, around traction control and uh, constantly yeah. changing with the computers, the differentials and and all that stuff with little clutch plates and things like that. And wow, that could be just something that would just burn up. But you guys, sure. I guess, uh, you know, found a way and, and you guys came up with the whole design for this thing since February. Yes. Yep. We, we, we have some skilled people on our staff. And and we really didn't make the decision to run the ARA until probably middle March. Yeah. Middle to end of March, we were just uh, still up in the air with which uh, rally series to go after first. And, you know, just the specs seemed a little bit more friendly to our application as far as uh, what it takes to get into limited and be, you know, be... Uh, qualified in that category so uh it just was a good fit for everything we wanted to do we didn't want to go to colorado yet we wanted to go to new england and minnesota uh we have a specific set of goals with every one of the races that you know that we're going to do this year um and you know we were able to achieve our goal at new england forest rally so so i mean obviously the 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 four-wheel drive system is something you guys had to make a pretty major change in how it normally runs uh by default is there anything it's just pressing the right buttons, Mike. 
<laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm visualizing somebody in with a steering wheel just holding a button the whole time as they're... <laughs> hey, that's what the co-drivers... That's one of the co-driver jobs. Uh, but, uh, but, but seriously, what other stuff did you guys have to do to prep this car? Because like I said, it's just, it's just a little bit unusual. Well, it's, it, you know, as we're keep moving forward with, uh, you know, when we started, we started with some rally crosses to kind of feel the car out, see what we needed to, you know, I mean, we try to really went out and try to break the car and found out where the weak points were and how to fix those problems and, you know, and just keep developing the car to make it stronger and stronger. I mean, New England was a good test to see what we could endure with the car yeah and then and then a lot of it has just been the tuning of the engine to get it keep it compliant you know we like that we're running a six cylinder uh engine straight six and we also like that we have uh twin turbos we feel like that is obviously a disadvantage when it comes to service and uh maintenance but it's an advantage uh we think it's an advantage out on the race course on the stage so um, that is a challenge. You know, we have two restrictor plates in our, um, in the turbos. And then we have, you know, a lot of the just typical, uh, tuner modifications to the engine that are, you know, legal in the category. Um, uh, now the engine is tuned. We ran the engine untuned on the last one. Oh, wow. uh, so now the, the engine is tuned to where, you know, right back up with the big, bo- big boys there. Um, you know, we have, uh, rally wheels and, uh, rally tires on the way whether we run them for um minnesota that's yet to find you know we have to modify the brake system so that we can fit the wheels over the brakes you know because that's a big car with a big uh you know it's a it's a more of a road track car than an off-road car when you look at the uh stance and the wheel tire brake setup so we're modifying that you know to get it where we want but uh minnesota is something we're familiar with so we you know, there's a pr- chance we probably are going to run the 17-inch tires and the good old Continental all-terrains, tried and tried and tested. Well, that's uh, something I did want to ask about, and, and I think you kind of answered it there. Um, the fact that you guys were running road tires, it, it wasn't because then that that was so much intentional that what you had planned all along. It's the fact that you have to redo the braking system and uh you know fit that smaller tire that rally tires are right get a smaller wheel and all that stuff to do that so you guys would have ran a rally tire if you had the prep and testing of a a different system is that right absolutely but mike i mean we started this in march you know so we know what we're trying to do is difficult and it's not ideal it's not what you would envision it being if you got to write it down on a piece of paper but we're not going to let any of that stop us and say, you know, it's like that it's going to be, we're going to wait for the perfect time to start this. We're just, we, the time was right for us. Um, so we started this, uh, this journey and, you know, we weren't going to let not being in the ideal rally condition with the car uh, stop us from practicing all the other things that we could practice to, you know, run competitively. And that's what what love about this game you know you know it, it is i mean rally is uh the ultimate adventure um now i want to talk actually specifically about the new england forest rally because uh, again you guys are coming all the way from florida uh explain the trip just getting up there because uh from what i hear it was an adventure just getting to the rally 
Also, all of this stuff that we used to get here has been, you know, acquired in the last two months. So we got our trailer, which we love it. It's a great trailer. We had a fantastic truck on loan. Yep, we, you know, I've had numerous different ways to acquire a vehicle without purchasing one to get up to New England. Uh, one of my previous business partners has a set of, you know, a fleet of diesels. So nice. we borrowed an old uh, 350 that, you know, um, made it to Jacksonville. Made it to Jacksonville. <laughs> or landed in Jacksonville. Three hours before it broke down. But, you know, we have every set of tools, you know, every, every tool that we own. You know, we weren't afraid to have to fix the truck on the way, and it turns out that we had to fix it right away. So, we uh, purchased what we needed for the truck, and uh, you know, we couldn't get everything that night, so we we camped out like we had to, and we fi fixed the truck the next day and hit, hit the road again. Pretty much rallied from Jacksonville. Yeah, all our time. rally just started 1,400 miles earlier than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> it I was love it. <laughs> Yep. That's how much passion that we have for this whole story. So, Mike, now we've we've got joining us uh, John Schultz, who was the third gentleman that came with us on the trip. And we actually met John um, at the rally cross. So uh -huh. we, we knew John for two days prior to him coming uh, on this trip with us. And John is was, uh, you know, in charge of our uh, basically our videography and our um, and our in our photography. So he was the guy that was helping out, he, but he was also our only uh, crew member <laughs> and, you know, a head of logistics uh, while we're on the road. So he set up our service, uh, you know, he got us food. He just became the, uh, you know, the, the go-to guy for the us. everything man, yeah. The everything guy. And, and he did that without even hardly knowing it. So he put a lot of faith in us that we were just going to be nice people, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, you know, and he followed us on this trip that ended up being, you know, 12 days or whatever long by the time we got back to Florida. So he's here now and, you know, interjecting a little bit as well. Hey, you guys doing? Hey, we're doing great. Uh, John, welcome to the crazy world of stage rally, man. <laughs> oh, it's, it is crazy indeed. It is absolutely fantastic. I absolutely love it. The, the work has not stopped. I tell you what, Mike, it's, uh, it's been a journey ever since we left Orlando, breaking down in Jacksonville. The radiator blew out. We all rallied together. We're like, okay, let's get this done. We went to uh, Vance Auto Parts, bought a whole new radiator, started changing all the lines and everything. And we forgot one tool, a little uh, $3.15 tool, a, uh, what's it called, a radiator transmission line remover tool. Yep. <laughs> yep. So we ended up having to sleep at the gas station there. Went to uh, Vance Auto first thing in the morning, popped that sucker in, and they're on the road. And uh, it's been it's been fun. I was running service. I was doing videography. I was going out trying to get footage it was a uh, it was an adventure in of itself all on my own so but these guys are absolutely fantastic they really uh this whole trip has really solidified us and almost become family and we're just really getting excited and really trying to get ready for ojibwe up there in minnesota it's actually i don't know if you guys talked about this but it's kind of our home track and so we're really looking forward to a great family turnout, a lot of good support. Uh, we've been working on a video documentary, a little mini-series about this adventure that we've been on because the whole thing that we're trying to do and that we're passionate about is telling stories, going out and having fun, showing people they can go out and do great things and don't let you know different circumstances hold you back. We are very passionate here about our BMW and our BMW setup. And uh, it's been a great driving machine on the road and the way that can handle 
uh, just getting it set up with rally tires, brakes, suspension, and I'm sure that can be able to dominate on any surface coming up here very soon for us. <laughs> That's the attitude we like. Yeah, that, that he's got all the energy there. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I, you know, we're all running on fumes and ambitions right here. We just got the uh, we just got the trailer loaded up. We're getting ready to take it up to Tampa over to the roll cage guy, getting a brand new roll cage put in, and uh, just been working on getting everything rally ready. And you know, we're still rally readier. <laughs> rally readier. <laughs> right. We're still waiting. We're still waiting on those brake uh, brake parts so we can run those 15 inch rally wheels, but. You know, uh, on God's time, I guess. So we're just going to go. We're going to do our best and we're really going to push and uh, see what we can do and see what type of car we built. Because with this setup, uh, what's it, the uh, straight six twin turbos or what they're running the Supras nowadays? So something like it. You yeah. know, a funny thing, too, uh, Mike, when you guys were talking about the heat problem, we solved that before we came up to the rally. Uh, what's the secret? That Under is a trade secret. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I see how you <laughs> are. Oh, guys. <laughs> don't know if we can tell you guys but you know he's just gonna have to stay tuned to uh you know get that type of information from us and the benefit of being in florida is we already have the heat to deal with so anytime we can get the temperatures down you know the further north we go the cooler we can run um although for me being a west coaster uh any any place east of the rockies tends to get a little warm for me sometimes with the humidity yeah. but that's me uh I, I, I'm a little bit of a pansy. I'll fully admit that. But blood thins out. It's okay. It happens to everyone down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought for a minute when you said that you'd uh, got the uh, the car on the trailer, I thought you were already starting your drive up to uh, up to Minnesota, given the uh, the no, what, happened, no. on, what well, happened on pretty, your uh, previous. We're not returning more south than Orlando unless yep. we can help it. So, yeah, I guess you can say we're starting our journey north. We There's a, plenty of unknowns at this point of what we're going to be able to accomplish to the car. If we had to leave right now, we'd still enter the race. But we have a lot of uh, stuff that we'd still like to do to the car. So, yeah, time to, you know, depending on when things show up and, uh, you know, what we can get done. We have the list of things that we have to do. Uh, we're doing an upgraded exhaust. We have to upgrade the the uh, skid plates, you know, to make those a little more durable. We've, We've got, got Condor Speed Shop working on bushings yep, for we us, have custom some, made bushings. We'd like to put in a non-plywood bushing this yeah, time. See, that yeah. is the stuff that I wanted to get into a little bit. For those that sure. didn't follow the New England Forest Rally super closely, it, it, and I'm sure you guys will have your uh, video coming up eventually, but, you know, kind of give us a, a little bit of a breakdown of how your New England Forest Rally went, because... It sounds like it was uh, quite an adventure. There was some, yeah, some interesting plywood used to replace a, a part. Uh, give us a little rundown. So the whole thing, you know, everybody at the rally, start their work generally starts on Wednesday or even before that. Well, we were still transiting on Wednesday up. We were in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday in the middle of the day. Uh, so we drove through the night till about 3 in the morning, about 4, as late as we possibly could and got to the north side of New Jersey. So we were still seven hours away when we woke up at six in the morning to continue our drive. So we arrived in Bethel area around one o'clock and got to the rally air service at two or three, I think. So we got there at three o'clock and we still had to pass. We knew we had a lot of things to do to even talk to tech inspection. So we uh, got into tech. They gave us another list of things to do. Boom. Um, you know, we checked in at 8 o'clock that night. 
and I had never seen a stage rally um, notes. Yeah, I, so Lewis's first encounter with a route book was at midnight. Yeah, well, that's right. So, so George, you've rallied before, but Lewis, he's done nothing before. He's got a co-drive. Gotcha. Yep. yep. But I tell you what, he did one heck of a job because he nailed everything right out of the gate when we started on that first stage. Except for? Yep, calling two lefts on a right. Yep, two lefts don't make a right. So George and I put it into the woods about four minutes into stage one. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Well, we went back to the uh, footage replay, and we saw that the way the, they were gaining on the people in front of them, there was a big cloud of dust, but the trees opened up to the left, so it naturally looked like it was actually going mm-hmm. left. But then after the, the uh, dust cleared, obviously, it was right, and Giorgio did the safe precaution. He didn't try to take the turn. He just went straight in, and so he could be able to pull it straight back out and not at any odd angles. Well, and so that's, yeah. I mean, we didn't pull it straight back out. We yeah. had to jack it up to get it out, and that's what blew oh, out no. the bushing in the first place. So we had a blown-out bushing at that point, and we, we were able to finish. We blew a tire as well, so we patched the tire on. Then I had to, you know, figure out how the stage notes transfers back into the transit notes, which I had never seen before. So, you know, we're sitting there. We knew we were already behind. And um, I'm trying to decipher this this back and forth between these two books. And uh, the guys in the Jeep come flying by, and they're like, eh, just follow us. And we're like, you know, that makes sense for a second. So we start to follow them. And I start going through the notes, and I'm like, well, these notes don't make any sense compared to what these guys are doing. They took off. They didn't know that we were already broken in our suspension. So they took off at, you know, regular highway speeds of 45 miles an hour, and we're limping. You know, we don't want to go faster than 30. So we lo- they lost us right away. So we got completely lost. I figured that out 10 miles down the road. We had to go 10 miles back, and then we circled around and finally made it back to um, And that's when we had to blow up with the tire. Yeah. So then we got uh, okay. back. We were able to limp through that stage and get to service. But we were so late to service that uh, the director there said, you only have 20 minutes, not 30. So that's when we, uh, you know, pulled this out. We had a half a bushing at that point, and we, um, you know, we had to uh, fill that gap up with something else. So I cut two little donuts out of a half-inch plywood that fit around the coupler and into the bush ho- bushing housing. And this and is for a suspension arm, right? Yeah, that's the lower rear uh, control arm. The front rearward lower control arm so the main lower control arm in the front suspension Uh, and uh, it's a real large bushing that has some you know flexibility on one axis and uh it uh you know we put some plywood in there that allowed us to run hot for about half of the third stage before we felt that blow out again and um well, it, it got us to finish the day. Yep, got it. To, got us to finish the day, and then the fourth stage was canceled. Yep, because of Ken, you know Ken's fire. So at that point, that was good too, because at that point we also learned that we had a radiator leak. So we were able to duct tape that up, wire it up some. We begged for bottles of water because once again we didn't really uh, even think of anything other than a pencil, basically, and the normal like gear that's attached to the rally car. That's all we brought in supplies on the first day was a, a pencil to and a pen to mark on the, yeah. the thing. So it was really lucky for us because we might have, if we had to wait and then drive through that stage, we might have not made it through the stage because we had 
a blown radiator too. So we got to back to service that night and started working on the radiator, which we tapped in with some uh, plumbing fittings, some brass plumbing fittings, and found some uh, fuel line. Yep. And I want to give a shout out because uh, you know I was telling Lewis how you know the rally community is super family, and you know they let us in, and we needed help, and everybody pitched in and helped us out with to keep us going. That's awesome. We found some parts, and we had to deal with that you know that half a missing bushing. So that's when we... Uh, that's when I formulated uh, the compound and we made some more wooden parts and used JB Weld. Yeah, we and filled the bushing up with JB Weld and put a plywood uh, spacer uh, washer on the outside of it. And that lasted all day Saturday through... I in think, fact, it's still... Wow, in, that's a lot of miles. In the trailer <laughs> at this moment yep, in time. Still yeah. in the car. It, we even blew out the shock on that side and blew out an axle on the other side but the JB Weld bushing held through all night, all day long. <laughs> Everything awesome. else busted, but the JB Weld held. You need to get sponsorship from JB Weld. That's yes. For sure. <laughs> if they're listening, JB Weld, we got you. Uh, oh. So, I mean, so you guys made it through that. You made it through the next day. Um, I know it was uh, definitely dusty on the Saturday, the, the final day of the rally. A lot of people talking yep. about that. Um but really, you know, the first time out like this, you know, just making it to the finish has got to feel like a huge accomplishment. Well, Lewis has got a good notion for that because he actually had goosebumps on the way back when we were finished. Yeah, yeah. We just worked so hard to get there, you know. And, and not only did we, you know, complete it, but completing it was our goal, you know. So it means more when you set something up three months be ahead of time and you know you know it's going to be a, a real hard task and then you finally get there too that's what we did you know we got to run a couple stages a little bit half of the stages fast you know we, we knew what we were doing we didn't go out there with uh you know delusions of grandeur thinking that our you know continental tires with uh oem struts are gonna you know pound through six inch hunks of rock and gravel you know that's just that's not realistic. So George is a heck of a driver. Um, together, we're a very observant set of eyes and team. And uh, we just, you know, we ran where we could uh, to the capabilities of the car, you know, and the car limits us right now. And, you know, soon and uh, maybe one of the rallies will, this year will be rally ready. And then we'll have to use our own uh, limitations to uh you know finish rallies for so how, how, how did the tires stand up to the uh to the they punishment awesome. <laughs> yeah they were yeah, great they worked awesome. everybody yeah. thinks that we're gonna go you know uh rally corner around a corner and, and sure we are but we're not gonna the tires slide differently than uh, i have rally a, tires. i have a good point that i found out when i was doing uh truck racing so when we actually put like the racing truck tires on to do like stadium truck stuff it, it dug in it dug in when we use street tires it would get on top of the surface and you could go faster and have the vehicle more edgy to be able to control the car better um that's kind of the situation we had where instead of the edges digging in and kind of slowing the car down yes you have more grip but you know a lot of times like if you know how drifting works you can get on top of stuff and kind of float the car around and keep moving forward but it limited george's ability to throw the car sideways 
slow yeah, and use the use the sideways movement of the car to slow it down before the turn. Right. And so we yeah. we drove it more like a road course. Yeah. And uh, and, and another word on the tires. Sorry about that. Another word on the tires. We didn't have a single on course blowout with our road tires. Uh, the only time we yeah. had a blowout was in after transit. we pulled out. Uh, from well, the tree yeah, in it was transit. just from hitting the you know hitting the trees. So yeah. the tires. Oh, and that were, other one when you guys looped back around was from a transit. Yeah, that was well. It was it, ha- it blew out during transit, but the damage took place during the you know ah, hitting right. the trees. So. It was really the well, tight at 25 miles before we changed yeah, it. Yeah, sure, the sure. Tires, the tires were a, an issue because we knew we saw the rocks. Everybody right. sees, and you know, I mean, what in what world can you fly into rocks like that with regular street tires at 80 miles an hour? You can't <laughs> do it. So we didn't do it. You know, <laughs> that's all. You know, yeah. if we had driven that car like you want to. To compete with, you know, yeah, we rally ready cars, we, we would do the speeds where we could, and yeah. then we would observe and slow down, and then go soft over the the hard sections, and then try to pick up the pace again. Yep. And we caught, you know, we 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 know we're in the position uh, to catch a lot of those cars, you know. So our speed factor isn't going to be where we want it to be, um, but if they put us behind everybody, you know, that they put us behind last time you know, it'll be a problem for us. We're going to catch every one of those guys. So, yeah, especially, you know, once you do get a little more meat, uh, you know, if you do well, have the rally tires on there, that's going to make a big difference. Coming into this with an all wheel drive car that's pushing 320 horsepower to the wheels right now. Mm-hmm. We have the power, we have the car. We still know that we have to limit our, our, what the speeds that we can do the stage is at because of the limitations of the, you know, the physical limitations of the suspension and tires of the car. So we're not going into this rally thinking that we can do the impossible. We're going to, you know, attack it a little bit more. We know that the roads are different and we're familiar with them. So we'll be able to push the pace when we can and, you know, be cautious when we need to be. So in the night stages, in the night stages where you didn't see in New England, that's what what you're going to see at Ojibwe. Oh, yes, Greg. That's a very good point. I always did well at the night stages at Ojibwe. We're, we're, you know, I mean, I can't say I'm ready for that, but I've I've driven in the night. (laughs) So, you know, uh, tackle one thing at a time. That's that's an obstacle that I don't even have to think about until we get there. You know, I I can tell you I'll be a lot better at reading stage notes this time. And, uh, hey, maybe we'll even do reconnaissance. Hey, wow. <laughs> obviously we don't need to do reconnaissance to finish a race <laughs> so you know anything like that that's just gravy that's just bonus content for us <laughs> so uh, you know obviously new england was a, a big test but you know you're planning on doing ojibwe but you said kind of at the beginning of this whole thing that um this is part of this big project you guys are on so i what is the end game what what is what is the long-term goals here? Uh, you know, obviously you've developed it. Sure. Uh, you're still working on the development throughout this year. Uh, do you have a full championship plan for next year? Is that it? Uh, we have a ton of goals, and the goals have to do with uh, rally car goals and business goals. And uh, do tell. You know, well, I'm, I'll tell you some of it. You know, uh, we're going to be definitely be releasing a video here pretty soon. 
Um, but this has been a journey that George and I started relatively quickly. I've entertained it myself for, you know, maybe a couple of years, um, you know, before even discussing it with George. But it was when the, when the timing was right, I came to George and was like, hey, let's, let's go for this here. You know, tell me what your ideas are. And we discussed his ideas. It was mainly about the car, you know, because he'd been looking at the, N, the E90 platform with the N54 twin turbo engine for a while. Uh, but really, you know, um, I'm already a businessman. I have a business going on, you know, and it's not wildly successful or anything. But, uh, you know, that's what I've been as a salesperson and a business person helping people, um, you know, with the things solving their problems. So uh, I just look at this as an opportunity to kind of uh, grow into a new realm of business, um, you know, without getting all the way into it. Um, I'm, we are working to build this rally team and leverage it to accomplish, uh, some business things in the rest of the business world. But first we need to bring value to, um, to the community. So our goals, you know, are to bring value to the ARA and help you guys grow the sport because we know you want to do that and we want to do that as well. Um, you know, we have our goals within the rally, which, uh, include, you know, representing other uh, partners in the, um, you know, with our car and with our marketing abilities. Well, uh, we're planning on running more than one car next year. That's, you know, we'd like to run more than one car, but, but the, you know, the, the, the real uh, meat behind this is, you know, some of the things that we want to do for the world and our local community that are just exhibited through the accomplishments that we're going to do here with stage rally, but we want to bring value and I need to bring value to feel, uh, to feel like I'm doing what I want to do and what I need to be doing. I have to still, I have to remain in the business world as well because, uh, you know, you can only hope help so many people with entertainment and racing. Yeah. Um, but you know my my aspirations go a lot deeper than that so i'm yeah. going to leverage this yeah we're uh we're working on a lot of different things over here uh what uh lewis was touching on that first our first and foremost primor uh priority is to the community because we have such a passion for rally racing i know uh i've grown up in maryland the rally com community in the rally yeah in the rally community that uh yeah, sorry. Um, so what we're trying to do is that we're really trying to first and foremost give back uh, to everything that we have received, every all the help that we've gotten from the fellow racers, but also growing the sport and being able to reach out and go beyond and bring this into the lives of the households and uh, into people where they are able to go and witness because this is really American sport. You know, we are we're technological. We build cars and we have beautiful landscape. We have a beautiful country. And really what the ARA does is be able to bring people out of the cities and suburbs and say, hey, go look at this amazing thing that's going on. You have Travis Pastrana, you have Ken Block, you have David Higgins going down these forest roads that have been historic trucking roads for over 100 years where they can be able to go 
fly and go flat open and be able to go sideways going around a corner. It's absolutely beautiful. So what we're trying to do is bring that into people's lives. And then once we go to that, we'll be able to go and be able to do much more for our community and be able to help sponsors, be able to put messages out there so we can be able to go and do great things and tell people that they can go out and live the dream. It's like, look, if you have certain cars, you can set it up. You can go in limited class. There's classes for you, for your setup, for your budget. We can go out on the weekend and have fun where people can go out and have fun so it's just to be inclusive that's awesome that's oh, awesome you know and amen anything, brother yeah right <laughs> i think all of us are thinking that uh you know anything to help promote anything to help get you know rally i think out there uh to the public i mean uh, so many times with you know even how deeply involved in rallying as i am and you know i'll, I'll see somebody you know an old friend or whatever i'm like oh yeah i'm doing this rally thing rally what what's that you know, <laughs> yeah, we sure. got to change that. Right. We need to get it. So everybody knows what it is. You know, we wanted to we, we want it to be sustainable for us so that we can keep doing it. Um, you know, it is a hobby activity for some people and that's OK for them, but it's just not what George and I want. So, you know, I have to look at this uh, from all points of view and, and, and build a sustainable business that brings value to other people so that they can help us sustain it so in doing that we're going on this journey of building this car and you know doing this these things we haven't done before that are very difficult to do but just recording that story which is john's job here in place with this company just recording that story and showing how difficult it was and how many opportunities we had to quit and give up but we didn't and by not giving up and not quitting, we were able to attain our goals, which, you know, we're reachable, but we're going to keep shooting higher and keep shooting higher. So uh, showing that goals can be attained through this type of persistence is a message that helps people who don't even like racing, you know. So and yeah. I want the world to understand that there's you got to decide your challenge, whatever that is. But. If you see us do art, what does it take to go from grassroots to professional racing? That's the message. Hard work, determination, and well, it's really uh, to go, not to be kind of cliche, but it's really the American dream because you want to go out and do something, achieve something great, like these brave race car drivers that are going out there and risking their lives to achieve greatness and stand on that podium. That's the American dream. It's a challenge. You have to go out there and you have to work hard. You have to overcome adversity, obstacles. And that's the story that we're out here. That's what we're telling. That's what we're going to be telling. And we're just be able. We're just so lucky and thankful and blessed to be able to share it with you guys over at the ARA, all the race fans, all our fellow competitors. It's really, it's, uh, it's been an amazing journey. It's been an amazing opportunity to go up to New England and be able to test our car. We're just really getting excited for Ojibwe. So watch out, we're coming. <laughs> well, that's super exciting. We're happy to have a new team, especially one from an area that. Uh, uh, you know, obviously doesn't have a lot of rally exposure. Uh, really, you, you guys can delve into a new market that I think uh, rally hasn't penetrated very well. And, and we're excited to, uh, as just part of the rally community, um, excited to have you guys a part of it. Um, so how does everybody follow Hammersport Racing? Well, so we do have a website. It's just hammersportracing.com. The website's been up for a while. It's not completed. Um, we also have Instagram, which is going to be hammersport underscore racing. 
that's going to give you the biggest taste of all of our media, you know, our pictures and kind of the Instagram story, you know, so it's, it's fun and easy and, you know, not too in depth. Uh, of course we have Facebook. Um, and then we have YouTube. Uh, we will be launching our app, um, within about a month or two. Uh, it should be completed. So we have kind of a, you know, we have a soft, Everything has been soft launched at this point. Um, I don't think that we're polished to the point that we will be in about uh, two months. But, you know, yeah, we, all, all these little steps, uh, there's a lot of ways to follow us. Um, yeah, we have a, uh, we have a, we have, of course, we love to dream big. We have a uh, whole multimedia platform that we're working on and developing, that we're working on getting out there. But, of course, you want to follow us, you can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all social media. Anyways, <laughs> we, we have we have a uh, documentary series that's going to be coming out. You just out, got so a Google Hammersport, Mike. Yeah. That's real. There's only one other Hammersport in the world, and they're also fans of uh, German hard work. Uh, it's Hammersport International and Hammersport Racing. Um, they they follow us, we follow them. It's just hammer. It's called Hammersporting. It's uh, there you go. it's it's living the dream, you know. Okay, so I've I've just found Hammersport Racing on on Facebook and liked it, and Hammersport Racing on YouTube and subscribed. So there, there you go. go. Thank you. There you go. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank we're you. gonna. Well, that's that's exciting because we're we've been working very hard for the last week to kind of come up uh, with our defining uh, video. It's just, it's our first very polished video. So that's gonna get released here in the next couple of days. It's an intro to the next video. You know, we've been gathering a ton of footage. So we're excited that uh, John's on the team. He has uh, the outline and idea for our documentary, just a mini documentary that we hope to publish, um, you know, after Ojibwe. Uh, but we, you know, we want to use all of these mediums to share the story, you know, so we appreciate you tagging them. Uh, that's how to get there. Uh, we are going to, we, we're an entertainment company. That's what Hammersport is all about is, uh, you know, sharing this form of entertainment. So we're going to work really hard to make sure that all of those online, uh, media platforms are doing what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to be entertaining. That, you got you guys have like blown me over with your with your enthusiasm and and excitement you know because I, I i grew up with rally from an early age and i was excited for rally, rally when i was a kid when i was like nine ten years old and to, to hear you guys now talking like this you're like me when i was like 10 years old i'm loving every minute of it i can't wait to meet you guys up at a jibway i have to say well, I'll come you. looking for you and shake you warmly by the hand for sure. Thank you. What, what got me excited about it is I was able to do a lot of different professional racing, and this was the only form that I would stand out of the woods for the first time and have an adrenaline rush when the cars come, and they weren't even to us yet. You could just hear the noises coming mm -hmm. through the woods, and then they come past. It's just a bigger game. That's what I like about it. It's a, it's a game that started uh, in February, and the game is still being played. We play the game every day when we're pouring through rules, pouring through parts catalogs, pouring through the internet, talking to every manufacturer, well, and every then type we're of developing part. a lot of stuff that we're going to yep. be launching as well. We've and, been making a lot of new products. Yeah. Uh, every the the interior and the design of our car is uh, is all of ours. You know, George 
fabricates a lot of the things that go into this car uh, for the you know for the free parts of the car that we're allowed to manipulate. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're we're living this uh, as full as we can, and you know, we have a lot of aspirations to stick with it for a long time. Yeah. At the end of the day, we just really love enjoying life, building and creating, and we just love automotive sports and rallying, and you know, we're just you know happy to be a part of everything. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Uh, any any last questions, Greg? No, I'm just looking at the website, just looking at the social media. Everything looks great, and uh, yeah, looking forward to to see where you guys go. Good luck, Greg. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. Well, uh, again, uh, follow these guys, uh, Hammer Sport Racing. Um, we'll of course have links when we post the podcast, and uh, it, you'll notice the car if you're out there at Ojibway. It's the big 1552 livery that they got on it. Uh, it it's a, it's a great car, and uh, we're excited to see you guys out there. Thanks for being on the show, and uh, looking forward to seeing all the awesome content. And uh, hopefully, the rally tires though uh, will be out. Will be ready for you for Ojibwe. I want to see yep. you push it a little bit. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, um, Mike. You and us both. Thank you. All right, guys. Take care. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. And that's this week's Open Paddock Rally Cast. As I said at the top of the show, we'll have our part two with discussions from the New England Forest Rally, WRC Finland, and a bit on the America's Rallycross, posted in a few more days. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For Ian Holmes and our guest presenter, Greg Dorman, I'm your host, Mike Shaw. Thanks for listening, everybody.